of a fresh perspective on business. Episode I feel like five. I sound really posh. You sound really posh. You okay? Mm. You okay, mm. hon? Hello, hello, hello. Laura here, as well as Emily. Emily is here as well as Laura. We've got interesting developments for you. We are on Emily's couch, but Lenny is not here. Oh my goodness. We have a change. <laughs> he's that uninterested that he can't even be really showing up today. <laughs> he's currently otherwise engaged. He does have a busy social life, though. He's upstairs FaceTiming his friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> his friends in Australia. <laughs> oh, we can definitely get the hashtag Northern Nusses going soon, I think. Mm. Yeah, so we're here, still in the same place, in my house. With our gym gear on, I just asked Laura what I can do with beef mints and she barked about 16 different things that I could make with it and I don't know what she said. Maybe not 16. I mean, it was fast. I just feel like I was on a game show. <laughs> so there was chilli, spaghetti bolognese, um, cottage pie, sauce, uh, cofters, <laughs> beef burgers, meatballs. Curry, you actually said you curry. said curry. Curry was my first one. And yeah, I was bowled over by the choice. Babe, you ask me for help and I will deliver every time. <laughs> Northern nutters. <laughs> so for those that you don't that don't know, we are sisters. Yeah, sisters and business partners and just downright crazy people. People. Mm. Yeah, we are. So we own Fresh Perspective, which is a recruitment business with a few twists. We do things very, very differently to that of a traditional agency. Yes, we do. Very, very different. So we are very value, moral, ethically driven people. And we've really sort of put that into our business. Because the recruitment industry doesn't have the greatest of reputations, as you well know. This is brand new information. Brand new information. Yeah, so it doesn't. And... But we, we like that. We love a challenge. We love setting ourselves a crazy challenge. And our challenge is to change the recruitment industry for the better, disrupt it, turn it on its head, and show people that it can be done really well. Mm, very good <laughs> summary. Oh, and it's very... Don't have a sip of me, bro. It's different. You, you have earned it. You have definitely earned it. Don't spit it everywhere. Careful, this microphone is expensive. <laughs> um, it's a, a double-edged sword really for us so when we say we're working recruitment <laughs> I'm not sure why that's funny anyway moving on <laughs> you yeah. okay well while Emily um, collects herself I'll carry on with what I was saying but I was rudely interrupted because when we say that we're working recruitment people roll their eyes like some people have actually walked away and turned away from us why is it so funny? That is not funny. It's very upsetting, Emily. <laughs> so, it is you a bit... went down the wrong hole. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm dribbling and everything. I feel like you're sabotaging me. <laughs> <laughs> Emily cried on the last podcast. Hopefully you were listening. She's crying again now. It's very an emotional time for her. So, it's difficult to get over that challenge. But then when people realise how different we are, then we really shine in comparison yeah. to other agencies. So, it is a double-edged sword. It is a double-edged sword. Which yeah. Which is apparently hilarious. Absolutely. Thank you, Laura, for that epic description mm. of what we do. So, what's our theme of the week? Well, first you need to do the tune. <laughs> what, is the, what is the tune? The, the jingle. <laughs> the theme of the week. <laughs> the theme of the That's week. It. Thanks Sorry, higher... Higher octave, octave, yeah, octave. Just, octave. Just needed to bring it. Who's a bit calling more. you at this time? Ben Griffiths from Clever IT. Mm, 
don't know what he wants. She's going to vibrate on the floor now. <laughs> no, I turn the vibrations <laughs> off. She's turning the vibrations off. Don't usually do that on other devices. No. No. Um, and anyway, yeah, so it's all about resilience. So, oh, excuse me, I thought you asked me what the thing was. <laughs> oh my God, she is stealing the show today. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys. <laughs> Emily Leyland, show saboteur. I'm just going to drink my brew again. Laura will tell you all about the theme of the week. The theme of the week is resilience. Not that you know, don't know that already. Um, we've had to be quite resilient working in recruitment. We've developed skin like rhino hide. Yeah, we have. Um, which is difficult because it's hard not to take things personally. But there's been a few knockbacks throughout our personal lives and our professional lives and mm-hmm. within recruitment. But it, resilience, to, I suppose for me, is all about... Get, I suppose it's that, is, was it a liar that sung the song? Pick, Pick yourself, yourself up. Dust yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> that well okay. known, well known song. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It, dust yourself off and try again, try again. Oh, yeah, God. so we'll come back to resilience soon. <laughs> so I got a present this week. What? It was off you. Well, I don't know because you didn't say I got a present off Laura. Then I would know. <laughs> Laura bought me an Apple Watch and I'm just staring lovingly at it now. Right, so it is on aeroplane mode and I'm still getting notifications. Obviously, it works well. Like, what second hand? Laura got me a dodgy one. <laughs> we do like to recycle here at Fresh. We're little eco warriors. So Laura bought herself uh, an iPhone. No, an iWatch. An iPhone watch. Rather than being happy for her. I was like, me, I want my I want to watch it. I can't afford one right now. And I was meeping all over the show. And then she turns up with this iWatch Apple, 3. Apple, Apple Watch, watch 3. <laughs> An Apple Watch. It is a real one. And people are thinking it's some knockoff. It's not a knockoff, but it is secondhand, but we love secondhand stuff. Oh my goodness, I love it, but it does, what it does tell me is that I don't stop moving. I literally never uh, sit down, I do. Apparently like a, Emily's been stood up, not for 10 hours, but for every hour of the 10 hours she's been awake. Yeah. She's <laughs> been stood up for a for, long time. Yeah, yeah, it's too much, it's too much. I know I know what my uh, resting heart rate is though. It says 57 on here, but it was 53 the other day, I promise. Are you stressed because of the podcast? I'm stressed because of the podcast, yeah. What's yours right now? I don't know. How do I find it? So you click on the side button. Yeah, and then you go on the little heart. Oh. Heart. <laughs> so mine is currently this 61. Is great. great radio. <laughs> 56. I mean, ooh, Laura is chill. She's chill right now. Too. Yeah, so we're really excited to have these because we do loads of exercise. So we love being fit and healthy at Fresh because we believe that a healthy body, healthy mind is going to make you be better at work. <laughs> Anyway, that that saying that needs a bit of work. Needs some work. It was my first time, but oh, I love it. I absolutely love it, and I've said thank you to Laura every day since she's got it me. So thank you again. Very well. It's one of the best presents you've ever bought me, and it's not for the digital stuff, is it? It's for the tracking of the fitness and learning about how fast my heart beats. And I think because I've got a lot fitter this year, two thousand and twenty. Uh, I can actually monitor that now and I love it. So thank you very much. Yeah, we are enjoying it. We're a bit obsessed. Yeah. Slightly obsessed. But what else have we done this week? We actually feel like we've booked a holiday for £200 each. That's what it feels like. It does feel like that. A five-star swanky pants one. Yeah, so if you listen to this in the future, then you might not remember the 2020 global pandemic of coronavirus. <laughs> it's our, been awful. Oh, terrible. Our holiday in May got cancelled, so we got £1,500 back, and they gave us an extra 20%. Um, and so we booked a five-star adults-only hotel in Crete. <gasps> and, but we, we decided because... Which was to upgrade to a fancy room with a sea-facing balcony that has a jacuzzi oh, on it. Oh, my goodness. But it does feel like we've booked a fancy holiday for only £200 each. Yeah, it does, which is 
Sterling. That's yeah, a Sterling that feeling. Mm. Now, I'm not entirely sure when this podcast will err. So we might have already been at this point. Mm. But that's really exciting because we'll happily talk about it later Again. on. Yeah, definitely. We'll put Crete in the SEO. <laughs> so, you can, so you can find out how our holiday was, how our business trip was. How's your sleep at the moment, Loz? Oh, my sleep is um, it's not great. Oh, I'm I'm up and about all the time. I wake up with the light on, and um, which usually tells me that I've been doing stuff. Mm, yeah, we've both got sleep disorders. I don't know if we've oh, said that before. Emily likes to have a banquet in the middle of the night. <sighs> it's oh. so hard. <laughs> Struggle is real. Um, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, not lose weight, but tone up and be fit, and then I'm there just mun- chowing down and all sorts of crap, and then. In the early hours of the when morning. she says all sorts of crap, she means Trek bars, um, yoghurt and berries, banana bread. Sometimes flatjack. I mean, the banana bread and the flatjack are not as good as the other stuff. But it is irritating, though, when you count your calories in the day to get fitter, get bikini body by the summer, and then, yeah, and they're just eating stuff, and I've got Judgy Lenny staring at me. <laughs> Well, I, I was woken up at five o'clock this morning. I thought the shower just turned itself on magically. I was very confused. And the, it was sprung a leak. It was just spraying water at the shower. Oh, my goodness. So I, had to, I texted a plumber in the hope that he might be able to come at some point today. And he said, I'll be there in half an hour. Great stuff. So I had to put my earplugs in. That's all the slagging off you've done of previous helping people. Is that what it is? Not helping people. I don't know how to say that, but I didn't want to say workmen. Right, okay. But they have all been men, haven't they, who've turned up to help? Mm. But not necessarily as prompt as that, and then oh, your yeah. prayers have been answered. They now. always turn up when I'm prompt in the middle of help. a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Usually a one-to-one with the team when they're sh- sharing with us about what's going on in their lives. I'm like, you can't have workmen walking around. No, definitely not. I but think... yeah, and he said he'll come in half an hour, so I put my earplugs in, a pillow over me, so I couldn't hear, hear the shower because it was so loud. And then he actually came at like quarter to six. Quarter to six. That is service. It is service. Service with a smile. Dave the plumber. Thank you. Dave. Shout out to Dave. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We, we put so much content out there. We definitely... I mean, it's 10 minutes now. What's our theme of the week? Resilience. Yes. Okay. Have I got deja vu? I've already said this, haven't we? But yes. we're just introducing this part of the podcast. So what does resilience mean to you, Emily? Resilience means to me, and I'm going to steal your phrase. You can't steal it. You've got to come up with your own. Bounce back ability. Oh, right, okay. That one. So I think it is. Well, it, that is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, what it is. <laughs> yeah, so it is your ability to bounce back after troublesome times or a difficult thing that might have happened to you. Get back on the horse. Get back on that blooming horse, yes. And I suppose it's just how you kind of bounce back and how you move forward after something that's happened. And I suppose this is a really hot topic for us at the moment because we know the rest of the world has been in this global pandemic in 2020, but we have had a few other things thrown at us as well that have been really, really tough. And so it's a key theme for us at the moment in how do we sort of strengthen our resilience uh, and not just us two as well, but the rest of the team have been impacted by this thing that's been happening to us. So it is, it is, it's a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah, because there's so many different elements to it at Fresh, why resilience is important. So our social media has been attacked a couple of times recently. Someone randomly tried to hack into the website and we're like, mm. okay, interesting. And it does cause us some problems, but we have to bounce back from that. We can't dwell on it and be can't like, oh, up, can we? my God, this is, this is awful because we have to keep going. So 
there's that and then there's candidates um candidates can be rude to the girls or they can um, not accept an offer or not show up to an interview completely ghost them and disappear which is rejection clients can, in, in the set on the sales side at fresh can not want to go ahead with the pro- proposal and um, not want to work with those or, or want to change everything or again some can be quite rude because um, we put a lot of time and effort into everything and make sure that matches are right like we don't throw the wrong candidates at the wrong job and that kind of thing so you've by the time it gets to this point we've put a lot of effort in haven't we and that's when it can feel like oh my goodness why is it not working and yeah this last year so our year ends at the end of may and so that we've just complete now when we're filming this it's july we've completed year four and we're like you know just started year five and in year four after the third year with all the stats about small businesses not making it past year three and year five and we got past year three we thought we'd achieved a milestone and we just expected that year four might be a little bit easier but no 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 we've had brexit um a general election in the uk and also coronavirus plus someone trying to attack our social media and hack into our website and that's just, those are extra things on top of the day-to-day with regards to candidates and clients and generally working in the recruitment sector. Like a lot of the time I go to meetings, not so much at the moment um, recently, but in the past, I go, I've been to a few meetings and the first thing someone said to me is, just so you know, I don't like recruiters. I'm like, well, that's a bit rude. I know, that's what I am. Do you negativity somewhere else? I know. Honestly, who do they think they are? So I'm like, okay, well, neither do I, so it's okay. But we don't mind this sentence because we do kind of, we, we know what our challenges are. We know the issues and stereotypes attached to our sector. So we kind of throw that out there anyway, don't we? So we don't actually mind it. And I suppose we have got a thick skin, so it's cool when someone says that. But also it's quite strange. Yeah, like when you connect with someone on LinkedIn and you're like, hey, cheers for connecting. How's your day I don't going? want a job. And, they, and they go, don't I don't use recruiters. I'm like, well, okay, right. well, I didn't ask you that. No, I'm just I could you. be offering you a million pound because mm. I'm a philanthropist. could be saying we're a very charitable recruitment agency and we want to do the work for free. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever done this. I don't think I've ever answered the phone and gone, no, I don't like you, without even knowing. Because that's what it's like. Someone ringing you up and then you responding like that because you've no idea what they're going to say. Well, it's like it's someone ringing you up going, hey, how are you? And like, sorry, I, d- I don't like postmen. Yeah. Just a very women. random thing to say. Yeah, it is. It is really random. So resilience is really important to us at Fresh. And I suppose because we don't hire recruiters, they've not, they're not used to this rejection and this, mm, this treatment because it point. is we do get treated pretty badly by people and you can't blame them in a lot of situations because they've had awful experiences at the hands of sharky recruiters out there there are some wonderful ones out there so do your research and your due diligence when choosing a recruitment partner if it's not a fresh perspective definitely if, and if um, it is you don't need to because we're sweet exactly I mean you can just go on Google and see what people say about it but um, I can't remember what my point was <laughs> it means a lot to us but I suppose oh that was Laura, it what I'd like to know from you is how can we calm down and carry the f on how can we calm down and carry the f on with regards to resilience and stuff how how can we deal with that kind of negativity and move forward what your videos and stuff were about i think it's just dealing within it dealing with it and then not just letting it go so letting it like and keeping it inside and not expressing it i think it's really good to vent and let it out um, but not to keep going on and on about it. Don't drown in the negativity. Don't wallow in in you know in sadness or self pity that resilience can make don't you feel like. Don't be a victim. Yeah, yeah. Don't and it's be a to victim. just push on to get back up, get back on the horse, dust yourself off, however you want to say it. But push on and be kind, be positive. Don't let it affect you. It is not your issue. It's somebody else's issue. All you can control is yourself and how how you respond to things. And so. 
if you allow it to affect you and you aren't resilient or you don't practice resilience or you don't try to improve your resilience Mm. then you will end up feeling sad demotivated negative and that will affect opportunities coming to you because they won't come to you well of course it's like the whole law of attraction if you're focused on your all your energy on the negative and the stuff that you don't want to happen but yet that is your focus because you're like there's traffic on the roads or i'm fat or whatever it is is that if that's your focus then that's what you're going to attract because you're almost putting it out there that you want that you're telling your brain that you want to feel those certain things so it's it is flipping the focus isn't it and changing you kind of, I suppose, you rouse, which is your reticulatory activating system. Woo! So the thing that kind of shows you that new car that you really want everywhere when you can't afford it. It's that kind of thing. If your focus is on the negative, it's not going to work. And I suppose what we kind of talk to the girls about is the sort of metaphorical toolbox. So we say, like, you've got a toolbox and it's empty. And then each sort of loop new skill or new kind of thing that you learn that's going to help you, it's a new tool. And then when shit hits the fan, which it will do that you go to your toolbox and you're like, well, hang on, I've, I've really worked on my resilience and my strength and my communication, all those kind of things. And therefore I can deal with this situation because I did all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think people have asked me recently, like, how do you build resilience? Like, can't, do you go to resilience school and learn? But it's like... We Emily, could start a resilience school. We could. But um, it's like what Emily said, it's like collecting things in your toolbox. So for example, a few weeks ago, I had an awful call with a, a client who we no longer work with because he's very, very rude. Not just to me, but to the other fresh, fresh, freshies. Um, it wasn't very nice. Um, and anyway, anyway, it was a frustrating and upsetting phone call. And I had to do some videos after that, and I had another Zoom meeting. And I'm you like, had to right. bring it. And I was because a lot of the time, these negative situations that happen are not necessarily planned, unless you're expecting it to be a difficult meeting or a difficult phone call. When things happen to you, it's usually unplanned. And it's resilience is almost not letting it derail the rest of your day. Yeah. And so the more you do that and try and overcome it, the stronger you become, the better you, you, the bigger your resilience becomes. And so what I did last a few weeks ago when this happened, I had a hot chocolate because there was no actual hot, no actual chocolate or sweets in the house, and I got Jenny, the smallest of the pug family, and we had a dance around to um, Robin. Not with every heartbeat. What's the other one? Does it dance down my own? Dance it yeah. was a great song. We danced, danced around that and we were singing. Well, I was singing, Jenny wasn't. And um, it was, um, it will be, I can't remember what the lady is, it's a, an older soul song. But we had a great time. We were bopping around the front room and I felt lows better after that. Good. And so I now know that when things like that happen, I need to put some music on, grab a pug, pick yeah. up a pug. Pick up a pug today. And, uh, and dance around today. and either eat chocolate or drink Very good. Right, let's shut Laura up now. And we will talk about what's been grinding our gears. So Emily being rude to me grinds my gears. Mm. So my big one is Lenny chasing after cats. So I don't know what's up with him at the moment. Yeah. I mean, but we don't allow him to chase after the sheep, do you? But what's really annoying is that he's the last say two months he's been on high alert. It's like every time he goes outside, he's like, Where's the cat? Where's the cats? And it's just really, really, really irritating because he's never been like this before. It's like he's three now, three and a half. And I think what has happened to him recently that's made him just obsessed with cats. So I walk around my block where I live uh, with him off the lead because he's just, he's a really, really good dog. But then if he sees a cat and if I see the cat as well, I can say no, Lenny, and I can bring him back. But if he sees the cat and I don't, the red mist descends and he's chasing after the cat and he doesn't care if he's in the road or not. And it's just, but I can't stop him from doing that. And I don't want to have to, I don't want to have him on the lead all the time. He's put blindfold on him. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to put him on the lead, but we will blindfold him. <laughs> I love this. Thank you. You're very welcome. Next <laughs> issue I can face. So 
So although you say that it's a nine, which I can imagine it is, um, but he did he did alert us to a lost pigeon that got stuck under <gasps> Emily's lost shed. Pigeon story. Now we've gone off Grandma Gears, but this is much better. Laura, what a great thing to bring up! It just came to me then when he was talking Honestly, about cats. Do you know, I forgot about the pigeon story. I know. So I think Lenny thought there was a cat under the shed. But it actually turned out to be a pigeon. Yeah, because he was like messing around, wasn't he? I was like, for God's sake, there's nothing there, there's nothing there. And then I started thinking, maybe there is something there. And he was getting really irate. And this pigeon had obviously been at the side of the, the shed and then Lenny had ran over. So it's managed to get through this tiny gap. Anyway, stuck underneath. So then three of us about to lift this shed up. Well, first of all, we had to empty the shed, which was jam-packed oh full of goodness. all kinds full of... <laughs> all kinds of crap. Yeah, all kinds of crap. And then managed to get the pigeon out. But Laura was in charge of running from one end of the shed to the other to see the pigeon <laughs> actually left the underside of the shed. And then we saw a pigeon fly past and we all assumed that that was the pigeon that was underneath uh, and and luckily it was but for a long period of time after we put all the stuff back in the shed we were worried oh my goodness and we're like so what are Emma, we going to do to paint this picture is when it was gorgeous we're outside in our shorts and t-shirt Emily was holding up a fence panel which was really heavy <laughs> um, the other person was holding up like almost had the, the shed on a, on a on just on one side tilting it up and I had the washing line <laughs> pole the pole that holds your washing line up to try and coax slash poke the pigeon out from <laughs> shit. Oh my goodness, it was a crazy situation, but we helped the bird. We didn't leave her there. And all was well in the world, wasn't it? It was well. What in a nice the world. way to end. I mean, we're, we're over we're over schedule now. And we've not talked about hardly any of the grinding of gears. No, but we will do next, next week. Yeah, next week. So, Laura, how can people get in contact with us? Oh, so we are everywhere. It's very, very easy to get hold of us. So you could Google Fresh Perspective Resourcing and find our website. Yes, you could. Um, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Very and TikTok. <gasps> TikTok, yeah. I mean, we haven't even seen ourselves on TikTok because... We've left Ronnie in charge of that because we are apparently too old for TikTok, we were told. No, we're in our 30s. Well, I thought someone said it to us. Oh, I know who it was, the person that we interviewed. Is that what she said? Well, she implied it. (laughs) And we're considering offering her a job. Because we said, what did we say? That's because we can take a job. We said, what can you... Uh, what are, would your goals and aspirations be in the position? She said, well, she could help us appeal to a wider audience. Um, and the young people of TikTok The young people like, of TikTok. Excuse me. We are useful. How old do you think she is? I don't know. My Apple Watch is going utterly crazy. It's like, meep, meep, meep. Okay. Okay, well, we'll go now then. Yeah. And Emily can check her notification. Yes, notification. Okay, thank you for listening. Lovely people of podcast land. Lovely people of podcast land. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.